Hi, welcome to Innovators. I'm Andre Pfizer. It's a Friday evening. I'm chilling at the office here. Uh, hopefully you've purchased my new book, The Ladder, Spiritual Journeys Beyond the Narrative. You can download the ebook for Nook or Kobo or uh, Kindle for 99 cents. Uh, this is uh, the last weekend that it'll be 99 cents, but it's $3.99 on Kobo. Or you could order the paperback at $11.99. It's an interesting book that I've written uh, that connects us to our divine unction or what we call our first mind. And we, I sort of paint a picture at what our world would look like if we actually lived in the essence of our first mind or our original thought or our intuitive prowess, our intuitive powers, uh, helping us to break the passed down narrative of religiosity, life culture, creativity, um, helping us to transcend the culture of religion, family, media, government, education, arts and entertainment, um, and things like that, helping us to, and family, helping us to transcend the seven mountain culture of life that affects all of what we do and, um, and things like that. And uh, it gives an interesting uh, perception or perspective at our possibilities. Uh, it gives an interesting spin on how life could be, how our creativity would be, and the hidden or the unknown wisdom that yet speaks in us. Uh, it begins to shed light on the person we really are. And it compares the person that we are or the, or the person that we were in the beginning to the person that we've made ourselves to be. And it's a different, uh, it's a different contrast. And so it's an interesting book. So you could get it anywhere books are sold. Or you can download it on Amazon's Kindle, Barnes & Noble, Nook, or Kobo. Um, or order the book from anywhere books are sold. So it's cool. I hope you, you get that. Don't mind the noise here. I'm in the office here chilling out. And uh, so your family, those of you who are listening at this, and so any weird noises you hear is part of the hustle and bustle of me doing what I do. I think when I first started doing these podcasts, I wanted to make sure everything was super clear and perfect. And, it's, you know, life isn't really clear and perfect. Uh, you, you just go through it amongst the hustle and bustle and the noise. And so you, uh, you can't add a bold situation to it or a beat situation to block out all the noise. Sometimes you have to live your best amongst the noise and things like that. So hopefully you've been having a... A wonderful day. Um, I know a lot of my podcasts may cater to a certain spiritual belief or persona. All of us, I believe, may have a myriad of different mental, psychological philosophies in which we uh, expound our intellect or our intellect is found in these certain philosophies or philosophical references or rhetoric that we use. But regardless of the philosophical rhetoric that we have in our minds, the effectiveness of our spiritual thinking is expressed through our practical 
human uh, reflectives, our lives. Our lives is a result of our greater spiritual thinking. Because what's the use of having great knowledge, but we can't treat one another right? It's how we treat one another how we handle disappointments, how we handle the sudden moves of disappointments and noise. Uh, Are we uh, powerful enough to handle the disagreements of life around us? Uh, Or will we continue to declare the disagreement Satan and we have to bind it and loosen it and things that way? How well do we live. Not how morally perfect we become, even though our spiritual philosophy, philosophy, excuse me, will help in our moral standards. It will help in how we live respectfully amongst one another and amongst ourselves. And it is true that proper understanding will help us govern ourselves better in what we do. And so my question on this podcast is, uh, how well does our spiritual understanding help us to become excellent in what we do? Does it attribute to our personal excellence and personal creativity? Does it help us to maneuver through ruts? Because you could have spiritual information that we share, but if it doesn't help us navigate through life's ruts and turns, what good is our spiritual comprehensions? Because what we're going to find ourselves doing is debating one another's spiritual belief and fighting one another and seeing who's right or wrong. But how well does our spiritual thought empower our humanity and our human navigation? How well does it help us to create things and finish things? How well does it help us when it comes to procrastination or overcoming excuses? How well does it help us to complete a thought? How well does it help us in the education of our humanity in communication and talking and speaking? How well does it help us? Because knowing Jesus without becoming like a Jesus is not really knowing Jesus at all. How does it help us in failure? How does spiritual knowledge help us in misunderstandings? Because in life we're going to misunderstand something and we're going to miss something and we're going to be angry. How does spiritual truth help us in forgiving people and forgiving ourselves? How does it help us to cope in the, uh, the system of things, the system of life? So all of us have different philosophies, mental, intellectual rhetorics. I think all of us, we could, and we could call it Christian. Some of us could call it non-Christian. Uh, some of our thoughts have no denomination. Some of our thoughts are, are our own nature. Some of our thoughts are learned. Some of our thoughts are our own personal life philosophy, love, and to some who carry a deep spiritual comprehension, love may not be enough. Some folks may want you to add a verse to that love. They may want a biblical reference of that. And some people are like, I don't need a biblical reference, love. Sometimes human love is not enough for some. To some who are Christian, they may say secular humanism is the destruction of life itself. 
love. So is it biblical love, a Christian love, or love on love? Love or accepting one another as they are. Sometimes it's not enough based on the belief system of a person. But regardless of the religiosity thoughts or if our love is biblical or Christian or not, uh, the greatest way to tell that we know God in any way is how we treat one another. And that scripture says, by this, men would know that you're my students or my disciples because you love one another, because of how we deal with humanity and help in the failures and the, the processes of humanity. And he said, by this, men will know. Not by miracles, not by churches or synagogues or uh, the way we talk. He says, by this men will know that you belong to me, that you belong to me. Whatever you think, however you think belonging to God means, by this men will know that I've impacted you. By this men, life will know that the spirit of love, God is love, is the spirit of love. By this men will know that you're my students or you're my disciples because you love one another. Jesus said something that was incredible once. He was saying, hey, if you being evil, no, let me, let me break it down. He says, uh, which of you, if your son asks for fish, you would give him a snake? And if he asks for bread, you would give him a stone. He said, now you being evil, or if you being unenlightened, or if you being without some spiritual label, you being evil, you being limited, if you know the difference between love and a good gift, he said, how much more will your father give good gifts? You being evil, if you being unenlightened know how to treat your people, how much more will a God of love know how to treat you? Not you being bad, but you being evil, you being unenlightened to your full potential, you not being totally enlightened to the divine spirit you are. How much more will love give love to you? And it's interesting. So even though we think different things, we cater to a great belief. Some of us have great spiritual philosophies and in our lifestyle or the way we carry our humanity may not always be excellent. And and we're not hurting anybody, we say, but it may not always be excellent from all of us, regardless of what we call ourselves, because the greatest of us saved people can disappoint people. Disappointment isn't discriminatory. Disappointment comes from saved people, unsaved people, Christians, non-Christians, uh, teachers, preachers, uh, trains, planes, automobiles, and ships, and boats, and stuff. Disappointments come from everybody. We're not, we're not exempt from them. We're not exempt from them. We're not exempt from them. They come from everybody. You know? So, what does your spiritual philosophy do to you as a human being? And in your human progressions, the beautiful human that you are, your humanity is really not a weak thing. It's really the the casings which ex, which exemplifies who we are as a spirit. We all are spirits. 
God is the father of spirits. We are spirits. God creates God. But how well, how well does that belief, not just belief in the rhetoric, but how well is the, how, how awesome does our spiritual understanding affect our human reality and beauty and dilemma? How well does it do that? Because all of us are prone to disappoint one another more than once in our lifetime. Because we all are still trying to understand. All of us still have a hidden ego somewhere. All of us wants to control the narrative or the system of things in something. So how well does it work? Because the beauty of whatever spiritual knowledge you have shouldn't just work on the Sabbath or the Sunday morning that you gather amongst other people. And we all act to the degree of our spiritual philosophy. But life itself reveals in our humanity the potency of the power of whatever it is that we know. Right? I would think so. So look, if you are connecting with what I'm saying, I want you to write me at Dr. Andre Pfizer at iCloud.com. That's D R. U-N-D as in David, R-A-I-F-I-Z as in zebra, E-R dot at, oh, look look at me, Dr. Andre Pfizer at iCloud, iCloud, C-L-O-U-D dot com, iCloud dot com. Or check out my website at www.andrepfizer.com. Check it out and see what we could provide in the realms of coaching, life technologies, consulting, whatever. See what we could help you do. See what you could help us do. Life is good in the way you make it to be. Sometimes we ask God to make it a good day, but the goodness of any day is based on the goodness of our own mind and what we're willing to do. This, too, is my personal philosophy, because you may not agree with that. You may feel that life happens through things. And that's what I mean. Every one of us has a way to think about things. But it's up to you to determine what it's going to do to your humanity. Until we talk again. Until we talk again.